Brian Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lives. Brian, how are you doing on this wonderful morning? I'm doing quite well. I'm in a basement of a house in North Jersey now. <laughs> you probably weren't expecting quite that. quite well in this basement. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, so you're in Orlando, we went out to Seattle, and then that was cool, but now it's not cool anymore. We're going to go back yeah. to the East Coast, but now it's Jersey. Well, that's cool. You're on the East Coast, so at least you have the same time frame that we're, that we're working and podcasting in here. So yeah, maybe it'll be a little, little more closer. lively. Mm-hmm. Much closer. Uh, we have a very interesting episode today um, that, you know, is, is about an issue I think that all SEOs talk about, uh, have to worry about, think about, uh, and that's engaging in buying links uh, for, you know, whatever you're doing at SEO for, for your rankings. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised we just haven't done a deep dive into something like this where it's just like, I'm an SEO. I don't really understand link building. I don't think I have the time or the energy or the capacity. Now, I'm not saying SEOs are stupid, but why don't just people just buy the links? Just buy all the links. Why haven't people just been doing that? Maybe they have, but if you're listening, you're like, why don't I just buy all my links instead of doing all these things like jumping through loops and emailing people and all that crap? So we want to talk about that today. Yeah, so... Outside of the, oh, you're not supposed to because Google thinks it's blah, 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 blah. And, you know, from Google's standpoint, getting any link is wrong, right? It, all of it's <laughs> manipulation. So I don't know if it really matters. Wrong. What we're really going to ask is like, you know, can you just buy them and not get your site penalized and do pretty well from it? Um, so we're going to dive deep into that subject matter. Um, I think we... Ryan and I are both going to have probably the same opinion on this, uh, as are a lot of people that have, that have done this before. Um, so let's kick it off. Yeah, sure. So, so I think that, you know, before we talk about like where to get them, which kinds they get, how many, a lot of different variables. The only thing that some SEOs will disagree on are just like, you know, which ones do you buy? How often do you do it? Do you index and not index and what kind of anchor text? So we're all going to be in alignment about, you know, the purchasing part, because at the end of the day, pretty much everyone buys links one way or another. Yeah. But are they more valuable than earned links? Right. And the short answer is typically going to be no, but that doesn't mean that there's a trade-off with, you know, time and resources and, you know, the, is an actual just monetary cost versus like human resource cost. Right. So, but let's talk a little bit about how they work. Okay. Like, do they work? Sure. Actually, how should we break this down? Because we got a pretty big article we're going to link to. Well, it was an article that started off as like a thousand words. And then I was like, well, I have this idea. And then it's 2000. I think it ended up being 3,500 words, which is right. a little hefty boy. So why don't we just start with talking about, you know, the low level links that you that everyone buys, right? Mm-hmm. And then there, is, there doesn't seem to be like a problem with those types of links. Sure. Right. So, you know, directories, uh, a lot of directories, a large portion of them are paid, um, you know, especially in like certain niches. So like the legal space, I think they have free, but for it to be even useful for you at all, like you got to pay normally, like to even get like a link, right? Yeah. The majority of the time they're going to say like, you can set a free profile and it'll be like, you can enter in your name and your phone number and maybe a little logo. And then it's like, oh, you know, $10 a month, $20 a month. Then you can unlock a URL, which is a website, which is a backlink. So majority of the time, technically you're buying them. Google's never going to penalize you for a paid business directory, right? So, you know, if you find some sort of package, and I think the article that we're referencing that, that Ryan spent so much time on actually lists out some, 
some resources for this. Um, you know, go ahead and, and feel free to like purchase that. Don't worry about ever getting penalized or something like that. I don't think you're getting penalized for buying links in general, but um, you know, for something like that, you can hundred percent buy those links. Um, then, I'm not going to say that those are going to pass along like the most authority, but they're definitely oh, going to diversify your portfolio. It's not, but it's also probably going to work for as a citation for you at the same time. Yeah. That's why it's good. There's another thing for us to jump into is citations. You're in local, you got to have them. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. And either you're going to go out there and make them, which you can only make so many by hand. And then the other ones kind of need some sort of third party service to like have them added to it or updated or fixed or whatever. Um, so in a sense, you're really paying for those links too. Like if you pay for Yux, you're paying for Yux to build links for you and citations for your business out there on a bunch of other websites that they actually own. So, you know, that's kind of paid links right there. So you can add that into a package and then you're paying for links with that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think that we're just really reinforcing the fact that people are like, well, I'm not exactly like buying buy links. And if I go to like the Black Hat world or the Fivers and all those things we're going to talk about soon, like that is pure buying links and that's purely bad. But it's like really anything, anytime you engage in anything where you're paying money and the byproduct is you're going to get a backlink, it's really not too far off. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like I don't, it's, I don't see how it's any different, <laughs> like at all. Well, um, it's only like two, there's only like other benefits are um, if you're in a directory, of course, people may actually use a directory and find your business for lead gen and then citations, of course, keeping it cohesive and that's going to have benefits, you know, locally and, you know, how you're going to be found, you know, online from a local perspective. So those are like the other benefits, whereas the links are like purely authority. Yeah. I guess is what the difference. Let's dive into another category of paid links and that is PRs. Uh, you know, you open a store, you have something cool that that's new or whatever, or maybe you just want to get um, some links. <laughs> so you push out a PR. So you pay for that service, you know, um, sometimes like 300 bucks. Um, sometimes they're a little bit less depending on what, you know, what packages you get. And it pushes it out to hundreds of like local websites that, that you target um, again, but you're paying for it. You're getting backlinks from it. Um are they super valuable anymore? No, not really. But you know, you have a, a giant backlink profile that you're trying to add to. Um, and people have these and it just, it looks natural to have it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Google's never punched anyone for, for having paid PR links that I know. of. No. Um, I also don't know. It's kind of hard to gauge the, the value, but you know, at the end of the day, everything we're talking about here is kind of like, the low level stuff, but creates like a great foundation um, because it's diverse. It's coming from different places. Um, you're, you're able to get kind of like you're more naked or you're more like branded um, anchor text these ways. Like a lot of these times you're going to get like the bulk of your URL and the bulk of like your brand and the bulk of pretty much like the, the most basic stuff doing this. Yeah. And then how about we kind of just jump into maybe a really popular one, especially in your space, Ryan, is sponsorships, right? Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's a, a 5K, <laughs> which we've suggested just creating one in the past. I feel like this is like the seventh time we mentioned yeah. it. And I know um, that the, the 5Ks aren't like as um, popular, but the, the EDUs, the scholarships are yeah. crazy. I mean, crazy. if you offer a scholarship and you have information about it on your website and EDUs, you know, wherever it is, maybe it's community college, maybe it's just a university in your area. Um, they want to link out to that because they want to 
be able to set their students up with some sort of like monetary scholarship and they're going to link to you. Um, you know, so in a way, I mean, you're, you are paying for it because you're paying for a scholarship. You wouldn't have anything to link to if you, if you weren't putting up money for that. Um, you know, I, I have heard in the past that there's been some issues with that with people just going like crazy on it. From, from <laughs> I there. like the, the word crazy, crazy. How? Like uh, just the, the amount of scholarships that they, Oh, you mean offering. that they do multiple scholarships. So they have one that's just like, like a minority that had like a dad that was in like the Gulf war or like, and then another one where it's like a person that has um, completed like eight speed runs of their favorite video game. Yeah. Well, this guy that I'm, uh, I work with, um, he's like a contractor for us. He actually does legal SEO out in LA and he has oh, his own really? agency. So he's a competitor of yours. Oh, um, tell me more. Yeah, he's pretty cool, though. Um, but he was telling me about because everyone did scholarship links in the legal space at one point. That was like, well, of course, they're still doing to, it. That's trying the to issue. Yeah, um, and I think he was telling me that a couple of websites got he saw got dinged because of it. But it's so hard to like pinpoint the exact reason why a legal website in a competitive niche is, is penalized. You know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because yeah. everyone's doing like the most, uh, you know, the most link building out there. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that's the interesting thing too, is like um, you get the legal space, which is fantastic for link building in that it is so competitive and you'll learn so much about how to become a good link builder from just following what other successful, you know, campaigns are doing. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we did in the, in the past with like SEMrush and GNHrefs and learning about the, the link links that people were getting that's kind of built the basis of our own link building that's how we found out about dnn we found out about pbns that's how i found out about scholarships oh, and charities everything that's really how it all started for for ryan and i as we you know reverse engineered the guy that was ranking uh first in the maps like in our city for dogs just figured it all out which by the way is a, is a really good um just starting point for anyone out there that wants to learn more about it uh, you know find a a pretty large city and then Google, you know, personal injury attorney <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, yeah. or like DUI attorney. And then look at the back, pick like a medium to smaller size firm that's in the map pack for that. Um, Cause they're doing some really, really good SEO if, if they're in there. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point too, because um, you can do this in legal space. And, and frankly, I should go out to other spaces that are popular, like insurance payday loans. I don't know about payday loans, but just very competitive places. And it's not like a hundred percent of our links are coming from legal resources. Actually, it's probably really low. Um, how many of them, that's actually what separates a lot of people from other places um, or other, their competition is just like, they're, they're oftentimes not getting links semantically from legal resources when they're a law firm. And that can have a tremendous help. They're getting it from like, you know, generic EDUs are getting it from like news websites. Or they're just getting it from kind of general places or completely unrelated places. And they still rank well. Yeah. Um, another thing about, about sponsorships, it, is, it doesn't just have to be like a scholarship. I mean, you can sponsor the little league team, like in your city. They usually have a website, right? You can sponsor something at like a high school, like they, they're going to have a good like .edu or .gov. What do they have for high schools? I think they're .govs. They're .hs. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> um, you know, I think there are a lot of .orgs, to be honest. Yeah, they're, but they're, it's an easy way to get a, a link. Um, they're happy to link back to you normally. Um, you know, you can donate some money to a club uh, at a university. Maybe there's a robotics club or something, or maybe there's just you know, like a legal prep club or you know, there's, 
you know, there's a club for everything um, at, at big colleges um, that would, you know, that would love $500, $300, whatever you want to give them to like link to you from, from their websites. First thing that you need to make sure is like they have a website they can edit though before you give them any money. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great point too. Do some um, due diligence. We're not trying to like, you know, hold back or have you second guess your, your philanthropy whatsoever. But you know, a lot of people you know, engage in these things for, you know, a lot of different benefits, but um, I, th- I think that we're kind of at a point because you were definitely mentioned about scholarships and have they been done for a while and it is so evident because um, yeah, in, ar- in this article, I want to kind of cite a few things that, um, so when I started doing legal marketing, it was about almost 10 years ago and scholarships were, ar- people were already doing this. So let's already start there. Like there are firms that were already creating scholarships to you know, reach out to multiple EDUs and say, hey, can you feature, feature this in your scholarship page? So this has been around for a bit. So that being said, you know, I was taking a look at all sorts of EDUs and the scholarship pages they have nowadays. And like, I have one for, here from Oregon State. They haven't updated it, their page since 2018. So they're just like, okay, we probably have like a gazillion at this point. So we're not doing anymore. Um, you have other ones that have like HTTP errors that they're just like, okay, you know, the webmasters is like not even fixing this page anymore. I've seen other ones where they just move the links around where yeah. so like they had pages and pages indexed and they're just like something broke or they updated the website, they changed your URL structure and they moved it and they're like, oh, well, I don't even know where it is anymore. So these things are getting neglected a lot and people are still at it. So I think the point of this is, is that when people are engaging in this form of, of link building, you don't want to do something that you're that you know is you're so late to the game it's just not going to have the impact you're looking for if you're reading about stuff and you're working with someone that's like okay we're going to sit set you up on a scholarship cool if you're doing it to like donate twenty five hundred dollars to a student to go to college like that's great but if you're using it being like this is going to be the bulk of your authority that's not so great because <laughs> like it just the numbers aren't there where they used to and then there was this one other um website here uh sdmesa.edu yeah. what do you think the, what do you think their mascot is the mesas uh i don't know the masses porn it's probably porn so yeah. um <clears throat> back in 2016 they linked out to 477 next year 564 next year 675 next year 940 so you can see that's probably the case for most edu scholarship pages and that's just what you call a classic case of total diminished value of your link like that's a crazy amount of scholarship links on like one page it's one page and then if you start googling those scholarships um that are on there you'll probably find like hundreds and hundreds of them um of of that offer from a bunch of colleges like sdmesa.edu right and so if you just um rely on like one of those you know exactly like ryan's saying is like people are gonna copy you they're gonna take advantage of it and then you know like the the amount of like juice coming from the, that backlink is going to be like nothing pretty soon. And like, this is a perfect example. So if you hit this in 2016, it probably was still pretty diminished when they only had 477 links. Yes, that's a lot right there. Yeah. That's a ton. So, yeah. uh, but one, one last note about those, I mean, edu links are great. They're among the most difficult you know, domains to get. Um, and then also I think that the beauty of scholarships or anything you can think of that's similar to it when you establish something of like, it's like giving back to the community or something that's really easy to get picked up by different sources is like, yeah, once you create a scholarship one time for like $2,000, you're talking about, you know, you could send it out to hundreds of places. 
that I think was what, what makes it so appealing. You create this thing that you can promote and you don't have to like spend more money on it. You, you know, you do it annually, but you know, you do it one time. And um, that's why yeah, that's, some other things are a little bit more difficult sometimes. That's a good call out. Um, let's talk a little bit about paid link opportunities in the sense of sponsored content. Okay. So this is a really neat combination here. Um, so we mentioned directories earlier. Um, and you know, there are some niches that have really, really high authority and quality directories. Um, but one of the things that you can do when you're negotiating purchasing, you know, a profile in a directory, which is a paid link, um, you can kind of negotiate contributing to their blog sometimes too. Um, uh, like, especially if you're giving them free content, they like it and they'll give you like a backlink. So that's just a good way to like get a link on a different area of a website uh, with some exact match anchor text that, that you might want, you know, or at least just like something different. Um, so it's something you can definitely take advantage of. Yeah, I actually, I actually really like this one and I'd probably want to elaborate on this some like other time, um, probably like on my blog or whatever, but it's like one of those situations, especially when you're in an industry. So imagine, let's talk, I mean, always talk about legal. Let's talk about, <laughs> Paul, what do you want to talk about? Let's pick a random other industry. Ooh. Well, I mean, this works for anything where you have to pay for a service. <laughs> yeah. So um, think about like, maybe you're a really big um, franchise, like what I, I work in. Um, so, you know, our bill for something like Yext or, a lot of other services is, is pretty considerable. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty large. So with that, you know, comes some level of negotiating power. So um, it's just a good way to like take advantage of a pre-existing relationship to get some other links. So you, for something you, you paid for, so in a sense, you, you're kind of paying for this link too. You're just negotiating it as part of your package. Um, but there's a, a ton of things that that it could relate to and it can relate to smaller businesses too. It doesn't just have to be big. Like think about people that you partner with um, that you do, that you just do services with. Like, do they have websites? Like, is there like a copy store that, you know, that's independent that you run a lot of business through whatever it is um, you know, every business is going to be different, but you can't exist without some level of partnership. And usually everyone has a website that has like a business so that your opportunity to link on it is, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like this approach. I haven't really, I've only done it like a couple of times. And I think I've successfully done it once, but you know what that is? 50%. So um, yeah. you can do it on the front end with negotiating where it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to you know, be on your directory. I'm spending a good amount of money. Can you hook me up with like one sponsored post a month? Or you, you do it on the back end where it's like, you know, you're spending money. You have a good relationship with, you know, your account manager or whoever's, you know, assisting with your campaign. You're just like, hey, you know, I'm the director of marketing for this company. I believe in your product. I believe in like, I'm doing like this thing. Um, I'd like to write this, this blog for you. And it's like, I see you have a blog. I think that's like the biggest thing. It's like, I see you write content on this website. You know, it's a directory. Directories are doing everything they can to build their own authority for visibility. So you know that they're engaging in their own link building and they're probably producing their own content. So it's like, hey, let me contribute to your content. And all I ask is like, you know, we'll do some, figure out some sort of backlink. So um, it's just kind of like the, just a relationship marketing kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another one that's pretty near and dear to our hearts, but that we don't accept money for, and that's for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually absolutely don't accept any monetary payment to be on our podcast. Um, that way we can be pretty selective with the people that, that come on. Um, so, but there are tons of podcasts out there. Like there's a, whatever you work in, whatever area, I promise you there's a podcast out there. 
Um, and if you want to make things like really easy to get on it, you, you can pay them. Um, sometimes they advertise the payment. Sometimes you can just work it in. And if you're really lucky, they'll just let you be on for free. If you, if you, yeah, you I haven't even heard about the, the, the paid approach yet. Jeez. I feel like you'd have to pay people to come on yours, but anyway, no. not, not much I know about. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a, a successful podcast with enough of an audience and people, you know, they want to promote stuff, they want to promote themselves. Um, you know, you can charge them to be on there. Um, you know, we don't do it. I don't think anyone would pay us that much money to be on this one, <laughs> but Five bucks. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe like 10 bucks okay. or something. Uh, but you know, it's, it's definitely another paid niche opportunity. Um, and it's still kind of early on with people doing this, right? Like a lot of people don't take advantage of this yet, but it's going to be like the next guest posting thing. I, I promise you. I, I, so I, many podcasts I, mean, I mean, think about the times we've had people on here and, um, it sounds like they kind of have like a pre-written script. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> because we haven't had that many guests. Um, you'll know if you listen to everyone, but it's basically like, uh, okay, well, it sounds like you kind of just like been practicing your answers at this point. Yeah, How many podcasts guy, have you been on this week? They're like three today. And it's like, great. Okay. Well, it's for link building actually. One guy told us that he just does it for links. <laughs> like during the podcast <laughs> i think that the, the only issue with the, that approach and like i'm not trying to like put down something that i included um because um podcasts you know they link from they link from multiple places too that's what's great about it they get like syndicated the, yeah if the podcast is syndicated the the amount of websites out there that do like that you can listen to podcasts through is hundreds like you, you don't even think about how many are on there because it's like there's the main like probably three or four that are popular but then outside of that it's like a whole another directory system right so exactly. um you know and then you start adding in ones that are like uh like foreign and then the number like grows even more so like in its totality there's probably over a thousand it, it could be Every single time I go to like, you know, the Podbean and Spreaker and Stitcher and those, and they're like, oh, do you want us to syndicate this through like X, Y, and Z? It's always like a set of like podcast platforms I've never even heard of. Yeah. And, they, but they all, I think they all crawl each other. They all like sync into each other too. So it's just this large syndication where they're picking up your RSS feed. Oh, very incestuous. I see. Yeah, gotcha. definitely. Gotcha. Uh, it's just like, just like citations and like the local, you know, um, the local um what am i thinking food chain that's not it mm. boom local ecosystem where everyone is just crawling each other and it's a bunch of laziness i prefer the food chain yeah that's actually i already had breakfast Google's at the top of it and <laughs> just eating everyone else's sites um, I, will, I will say for the podcasting websites typically the website itself is is not very authoritative i don't think people are spending a lot of time like building up authority of like podcast websites. They're not always getting like a ton of inbound links. So, um, but, it, but it's all about that syndication, I think is good. So let's talk about the real buying links. At yeah, I think this think is the part everyone's been waiting, waiting yeah. for because we're still talking about things that, you know, that podcasting obviously really is a lot of effort. It's kind of like the effort, you know, versus how much you get. But at the end of the day, I think our listeners want to know, okay, I got like money to spend and just drop it on links. I don't want to freaking lift a finger besides entering the information. So how does this work? Yeah. So, you know, the, the major ones that you're going to look at purchasing are guest posts, which people still do from time to time, advertorials. Um, those are like guest posts on like respectable sites. <laughs> nice. I guess as you would call that. Um, and then, 
yeah, your PBN links, right? Um, and then you can just buy whole websites. Um, and that's really, I mean, there's a whole range of like, you can buy software that's automated that builds like links on things for you um, that they aren't really great. Uh, you know, there's like a lot of Google properties out there that people don't even think of that, that work as links that you can make for free. Um, and uh, they usually work pretty well. No one wants to do any work here, Paul. Yeah, but like, pure, pure you know, we don't even want, want to write an article or a blog. Yeah, like it, if you have like a YouTube channel, put links in the videos, right? So you got a link mm -hmm. there going back. Um, that's a that's a Google property. Um, you know, stuff that there's amazing, like the stuff in Google. It's amazing how much of it actually gets indexed by Google and almost immediately. Like public calendars can get indexed. Um, just public like folders um, and like Google Drives. Um, like different types of Google Docs. There's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that like people don't normally use that Google offers that you can build links in. Um, you can pay to have the service done and they're relatively uh, safe. And the fact that I think they're completely safe, I've never seen anyone get penalized for, for doing any of it. They're safe as in they're very safe. <laughs> yeah, relatively as in they're completely safe. Um, but you know, the, the big ones that people worry about is like, oh, should I buy like PBNs or web 2.0s mm -hmm. or, you know, any of these other things, should I buy social signals? Um, and honestly, from, from my experience, um, I've never gotten a website penalized for buying any of these. Um, I've never gotten my website penalized from building PBN links, building a bunch of them. Um, I don't even think it's wrong. Like if you build a website that you happen to own um, on a domain that has a lot of authority, so you're paying for this, you're paying for the content. What's wrong with linking to whatever you want? Sounds actually like a pretty good point. It's, it's uh, simple, but elegant. Yeah, I mean, it, as long as like the content, I mean, I know spun, uh, spun content is kind of like, would kind of put holes a little bit um, in, in that kind of thought process. But like, if you're doing like PBNs and they have like a bunch of blogs that are super legit and actually provide good information, it's like, well, what the hell? This is freaking literally a blog that provides information. It happens to reference properties I also own. So it's yeah, like, yeah, like why I don't understand why it is deemed as like bad or if it would even like matter, right? Like why is it better to like spam someone's email for like a link than just building this? God, um, yeah, because you're literally wasting people's time when you do that, when you're doing outreach link building. Which yeah, and, and a lot of times you end up having to pay anyways, right? So, um, and then you probably don't get the link that you want. Maybe they don't like the content. They take forever to post it. Um, Pretty you know, dumb, though. And the entire point of the relationship is for you to get this link, right? So you're using them for that and they're using you for content or money. Um, so I, I think it's just ridiculous to think like that's, that's a better or like more like a morally better way or something. Well, um, but then, but Paul, when you think about it, then you're creating a whole workforce that exists in Orlando um, under the, the guise of Vontera that creates a bunch of quote unquote SEOs <laughs> that lead the, the world of SEO you? in Orlando to the future. Isn't that where you worked? No, what the fuck are oh, you talking no. about? <laughs> Wasn't your first job? No, um, I worked at an SEO agency. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think for me, you have to pay for this, right? Uh, you have to pay for the content. And if you're doing it right, I don't think there's any problem with it. And I've never seen anyone get. But what I have seen is cool DNDX PBNs in the past. But generally, they're very poor quality. You know, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of unrelated topics linking from it. So they're really, it doesn't really serve a purpose. You know, like if you build eight websites and they're each about a really specific top topic and it's useful, um, you know, Google's never going to be pissed off at you doing that. Like, why would they like you're providing 
you know, you're providing content to, to the world. You're, you're providing good value. I mean, I, I agree. You know where I stand on this. I don't need any convincing. So where do you normally go, um, you know, to kind of see what's going on? I know that we've used uh, Conquer in the past. They're still around, K-O-N-K-E-R. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't use Conquer anymore for, um, for links because it's too mainstream at this point. Um, even though there's, there's plenty of, like, good opportunities in there. Um, so, like, if you say you wanted to build your own PBN, um, and you don't know how to find the domains like conquer is still a really good place to go. Mm-hmm. Good resources. Um, I've found some that um, are like paid communities that you have to be a part of um, that offer like services. I've heard of those. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to like put them out there cause like you have to be in the paid community to, to get access to it. Um, so like, that's kind of what like my go-to now and you don't need like a lot of them and they like, take really good care of their websites um, they're very niche specific, you know, like the content is written by like a human and it reads well, um, and they just do a little bit better job. Um, but that's not to say like a lot of these still don't work and there's like the domain authority stacking. So if you want like web 2.0s that are branded for your website, uh, you can go on there and very cheaply have a bunch of them made. Um, and then they'll give you access to them and you can add all the content that you want and you can add videos and make them like a little more legitimate, which I would suggest doing. Um, but there's just a ton of resources uh, on legit, but mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. use them for like a lot of like just straight up links anymore. Like it, like I used to. Yeah. And um, I typically don't either, but I did do an experiment where I dropped, I think it was like, well, I don't know if I did work in my market may have done it because it was like $800 and <laughs> out of pocket. But um, yeah, website is legit L E G I I T.com. And I actually, bought a lot of different packages. So if, um, you know, link the article, if you have it in front of you, it will look, but you're going to see like everything <laughs> that you can imagine as far as like how people present links in a very fashionable, intriguing way, I guess you could say like outreach from real sites and 10 high DA SEO backlinks from a 90 DA, which I doubt. And then like, I'll build 400 web 2.0s and money robot PBN backlink three tier, like, these stuff that the language gets insane and um some some work and some don't <laughs> it's like pretty yeah. straightforward so ryan you've done a really really good job of putting all of these um resources together in like one place so if you're listening to this podcast and you want to delve into like the buying links world for the first time um check out this article for sure he actually links to like the actual legit sellers there's no affiliate links in here we're not making Mm-mm. any money off no, any of this. Actually, people. now you mentioned it. Yeah, there literally are not affiliate links. Yeah, so it's not like we, we don't even know any of these people. Um, it's just like services that we've tried in the past. Um, and and Ryan's definitely seen that, that it worked. Uh, otherwise, he probably wouldn't put it in here. Yeah, and I only mentioned the ones that did work. And some of them take much longer than others. I don't know if it's where their links are or they indexed or if they just took their time <laughs> doing it. But there's nothing. The funny thing is, is that nothing really uh accomplishes what they kind of claim so you have people that are like oh it'll increase like 20 points your domain authority to go up 20 points and like no <laughs> no it didn't <laughs> but um i had some things that went up between like seven to like 12 and then one went as high as 13 and these things they aren't hundreds of dollars like the one i think that had the biggest impact was probably like 59 dollars or something um, but that also doesn't mean if you buy it 
five times, it'll go up like 13 points every time. There's definitely yeah, a lot of diminishing returns. When you're buying links from these places, they have a limited number of domains they can post on. Yeah. Um, unless it's like specified like a Google stack, right? And then you'd be making them for individual entities. Like, you know, if you have multiple locations for a business or like multiple businesses, you'd get one for each, right? Um, because that, like that's fine. But like, you know, if you buy the same package from the same vendor, for 10 links, you're going to get probably 10 more links on the sites that he had before. <laughs> and it's just not exactly. going to give me the same value. Yeah. And a lot of times um, what, what I do with these is because a lot of SEOs would agree. And I think Paul, you'd agree that even though some of them look like really legit, especially like PBNs where it's just like a low quantity, high value, like oh, I'm only going to build you three PBN links to your, to your website or interior page. A lot of times I don't even bother doing it to my actual main website. I normally do pass through. So I normally build it to other things that are already linking to me that have like, I don't know, DAs of like 20, 25, 30. And then I bump them up to like by five or 10 points. And then they pass along technically a little bit more authority. That's what I do oftentimes with these kinds of links. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a good thing. And you can also stack links too, um, which I find works pretty well. So like what, one of the things you're, it's going to be hit or miss whenever you use like a vendors, if they're going to send you the URL, the actual link or a screenshot of it being on a website, <laughs> <laughs> which you can always then look at the exact text text and like Google that and it should show up. Otherwise the website's like either the page isn't indexed yet or the site isn't indexed at all. In which case you got ripped off. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Like a lot of them are pretty protective of like actually letting you know what domain it's on. Um, and some will just send it straight to you and they don't care. Um, but you know, you should probably do a little bit of additional work to like figure out if, if these are actually working. Cause I've often wondered if like, what if they just don't post it on anything, <laughs> you know, I, I like, feel they like just, that's happened. It's Sometimes. just straight fraud. And like, there's no way of you to, to like, know. Well, um, well, the part there is like, you'll, you'll see all these packages and they'll have a hundred of five, hundreds of five star reviews. And you're just like, I think that they just had good communication. They just threw them to the five stars. I don't know if they like bought those reviews or they set up different accounts. I mean, you're talking about, SEOs that are doing this and SEOs oftentimes know how to get like lots of reviews for their things. Yeah, that's definitely true. One thing that I, I can say you shouldn't buy is reviews. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very anti that because like I Google think, reviews. Yeah. Whatever Google or Facebook or Yelp. Uh, I, I don't think you should buy reviews. Um, even though it can be like a really quick and easy way to like skyrocket your, skyrocket your, your local rankings. If you, you kind of stack those in. Um, I think it's uh like, I don't, I don't feel good about fooling the public like that. <laughs> you know, like that's a, a big uh, part of a lot of people's purchasing decision. Um, and I feel like that should be, you should let that be real, even though it happens everywhere, like across all industries, especially if you go like Amazon. Oh, God, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I've, I've spent so much time putting out documentation on how to get five-star reviews and how important they are that it would be like very odd for me to turn around yeah. and be like, oh, oh, buy some here if you can't get them on your own. I just, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I clearly don't have anything talking about purchasing reviews ever because I feel the same way. Yeah, those aren't actually links. I, I just want to say like, I'm very anti-purchasing reviews. You shouldn't do it either for other reasons. Um, well, I think we kind of covered a lot of these, a lot of these links. Are there any other you think we should add into this? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> if I think of anything later on, we'll just uh, start talking about it on the next podcast that won't be entitled something completely different. Yeah. Well, we're going to link to this article um, in the description of the podcast. Please check it out. Um, it's pretty, pretty cool. And there's a ton of resources in here. If you read this whole article, 
um, it sets you up for anything that you really want to do. Um, so if you're new to SEO or just like are having some problems, getting some rankings and don't know where to go with links, check this thing out. Um, True. Yeah. The other thing though, is um, I guess just thanks for, for listening. You know, we really appreciate all of our listeners. Um, we, lo- we have a couple of guests coming up pretty soon, which I'm excited about. And um, you know, hopefully we're going to have some great content uh, rolling out for the rest of the year. Oh, I love that, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you would love I that. Love I would love that so much. Yeah, but thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And anywhere, you know, be sure to like, share, subscribe anywhere that you see a link for our podcast, particularly on like um, Apple's podcast. I think that's the one that drives like the most amount. See, or if you see, see this like, is how you really get reviews. Yeah. This is the real see, way, right? You see us on Stitcher um, yeah. or something like that. You know, be sure to show us some love if, if you like what you hear. Um and then if you want to get in contact uh, with us, like you're interested in being on or you have some questions you want us to answer, you know, we've done several episodes um, that come from listener questions. Uh, you can email us at seoisdeadnotherlies at gmail.com or you can uh, ask us a question on Facebook or you can hit us up on our YouTube channel. Uh, we respond to those all pretty quickly, uh, usually within like the same day that, that you leave like a, a question. Uh, but we love hearing from you guys. All right. to do the main outro. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lives. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.